When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave and Mahoney. 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 Gotta be Mahoney. Gotta be Mahoney. Yeah, Dave. Dave. Right, man. Dave and Mahoney. Never mind that. Here comes Dave and Mahoney. Well, hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave. Dave. Oh, sorry. I'm so used to doing it. Back up. Okay, sorry. I'll I'll, I'll back up. Everybody simmer down here. Simmer down. (laughs) Mahoney, I really do feel like, first of all, missed you. Secondly, Mm. glad you're back. Third, I really thought that I had, I don't know if you've listened, but I really feel like I've got your your tone, your cadence down whenever you're gone. Yeah. Let's try it. Has he ever heard me do it? What would you like first? Dave. Let us start off today's show with some bad news. Some bad news. Nah, nah, that's, that's, no? No? Okay, okay. sorry, dude. All right. That's okay. It's a good effort. <laughs> I mean, I'm no you, sure. Yeah, but no, it's a good I effort. I try. It's uh-huh. a good effort. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. I appreciate it. But let's start off today's show, Dave, with some bad news. Some bad news. Uh, police in California responded late at night to reports of a loose cow wandering around in hey, traffic. We do not. Shame Mm-mm. cows life choices on this show. She's Dave. living her best life. That's right. Uh, well, she was until things went off the rails a bit. Officers arrived, found a brown cow of all cows running around in How the now? area. <laughs> they they determined that the animal had been in a cow collision, as they call it. No, oh. Dave, that's a little joke you would make. I uh, I would make that joke. How Mahoney, do okay. <laughs> you would make it too if you thought of it. <laughs> True. I'm, I'm on lag. Uh, there is a, a Tesla that was the unfortunate victim of this crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Tesla's front windshield, I mean, shattered. I mean, that, I guess it hit the cow. It messed up the front end of the vehicle to some degree, but I mean, really, who cares the about the vehicle? That's not really what that bad. Cares about considering you hit a several hundred pound cow. Yeah, I that's mean, a probably... shout out to that that car. Most. Um, Trucks or not most, but trucks in the nineties for sure. Cars in the nineties for sure were getting just absolutely wrecked by deer. So the yeah. fact that this car st- withstood a whole cow is actually pretty impressive. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I've never had one, but I've always heard that Teslas are kind of a remarkable piece of overpriced crap. Oh yeah, yeah they crunch from, from a lot of people. But as far as how this stood up to a cow, and then that one crazy dude who drove off the cliff in California and his whole family just walked away. It was a 250-foot drop, and somehow they survived that. Uh, the The bad news here for for this car, not only did the, the windshield, the front end, get uh, significantly messed up by this cow, uh, the cow, when it got hit, also evacuated its bowels. It, uh, it pooped all over the Tesla. It crapped everywhere. But the cow's okay. Uh, yeah, and the cow's dead. Oh. <laughs> No, he just it turned I'm into kidding. Wagyu. No, the cow is actually not injured at all. He just got a little massage. Yeah. This is uh, the story, Dave. Utterly ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, he's back. 
<laughs> no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can't believe they didn't spot him. Uh, some uh, some good news today as well. Tennessee is leading the way on Super Bowl Monday being a holiday. So, of course it's Tennessee. I yeah. feel like everyone's just drunk there, so they're just trying to like pull whatever they can in order to get days off for hangovers. No, I mean, let these revolutionaries <laughs> lead the way here in America. Or are you saying they're going to volunteer themselves? That's a Tennessee joke. Volunteer themselves as tribute in order to be... The first state I would have thought. This like, show is disgusting. Four minutes in, and this is this. Oh man, it's going to be a day. Uh, so we have two politicians out of Memphis. They introduced a bill that would designate the first Monday after the Super Bowl as a legal holiday, while removing the official recognition of Columbus Day. So just do a little swaparoo. When is Columbus, Columbus Day? Is that- Columbus Day is not always after the Super Bowl, though. When is it? I have no idea. I thought Columbus Day was in October. Akron. October. Do we, do we, we don't have any holidays in October, do we? My birthday. Halloween. Okay, your birthday is not a holiday. I swear it really is in October, I thought. Columbus Day. 2023. Riveting radio. Uh, uh, Monday, yes. October 9th. That's what I'm telling you. So it you. is yeah. Columbus. Oh, so they want to the, bump that. Weekend. Yeah, they want to they get rid of, of okay. Columbus Day and do the, uh, the Super Bowl Monday. Which, they hate Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> what? Christopher Columbus hates Ohio? No, the state of Tennessee, apparently. (laughs) Because Columbus, Ohio? Yeah. Okay. Is that not what Columbus Day is? No. (laughs) It's the man who thought he found America. Landed in the Bahamas. A poor guy. Uh, Can you imagine being so... I found America. They're like, no, you didn't. He's like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. And everyone just believed him. (laughs) Like, how dumb is it? This is Dave and Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. So I know that everyone's gearing up and going to have a nice productive week and all of that stuff, but just just so you know, no matter what you do, mm-hmm. you're still going to be an idiot. I mean, I think these are things that we've known for many years, Dave. A, uh, a nine-year-old just graduated high school. A nine-year-old. I see, I feel That's like... That's abusive parenting. What are you going to do? I feel like... You, is, that a, is that good parenting or bad parenting? I feel like you kind of rob your child... Of childhood. Of their entire childhood if it's like, let's see how much you can accomplish by the time you're nine. And then you're done with college by the time you're 12. I mean, and then you're just like doing what? Then Working? Just, yeah, just get to like the disappointment of life earlier. Yeah, the only things that we have to... <laughs> You fall back on. on I hate this kid. I hate or, his parents. I hate his parents. It's yeah. His parents. Yeah. This kid. It's, they're just pushing him. I mean, like I get it. Most likely, he's going to hate I, his family. Well, he's super smart. Obviously, love science and computer programming has become one of the youngest ever to graduate high school, and he has already started accumulating some credits towards his college. But he's going to be so depressed. Well, or down, or down this, the line. you're just going to forget it all. Yeah. I mean, if you're not, if you don't use it, you lose it. So, I mean, like Mahoney's point, like you can't even join into the workforce for a while now. And even then, like who wants, who wants some 16 year old on their squad? Yeah. You, you don't even have the, the life experience capacity yeah. to even have a conversation. So no, you're going to just be working from home. <laughs> also, uh, it does seem a little sus and correct, correct me if I, if I'm being a little bit, uh, too apprehensive and, and totally buying into the story here, but uh, he he got a diploma from Reach Cyber Charter School. Oh, okay, sure. Which I mean, sounds legitimate. He's and been real. Uh, taking classes remotely from his home. Would you say that sounds like a Reach <laughs> uh, achievement? Makes him one of the youngest known children to ever graduate from high school. Yeah, I just I feel like you're just gonna be so weird. You're gonna already just be so. You have no life skills. Yeah, life skills are a massive part of societal. Like how how we just like exist amongst each other yeah like what is this kid gonna do what is he gonna do 
Be weird. Be the weird kid. He's going to be the weird kid. He's going to be the weird kid yeah. his whole life. Because poor guy. And on He'll top of that, you, you're just setting yourself up for all sorts of disappointment later on in life because you think you're special. You think you're smart. You've done. But he you've is achieved, smart. Well, yeah, but I'm saying you've achieved these things. But then what? You get, also, to, you get to hurry up and make that $41,000 a year as a computer programmer. Um, yeah. no. Well, I, I, don't know. I hope he does I, go into tech because that really is the only the avenue he could take. Yeah. But um, I also feel like this might even shed light on how easy it is to get through school. Most kids just are lazy. Yeah. <laughs> like a nine year old was able just to scoot through it. I mean, probably if. Did he work from home? Did the student work from home? Sounds like it's yeah. online. So charted. his mom yeah. did his schoolwork for him. So the only person on the list that's younger to do this is a kid named Michael Carney. He still holds the Guinness World Record for the youngest high school graduate ever. He set that at six years old in 1990. He got a master's degree at 14 and then another one at 18. What's he doing now? Actually, he went on to win more than a million dollars on game shows. So he's got like a photographic memory. I guess. I guess. I mean, but that's on game shows. More than a million dollars on game shows. We've seen Ken Jennings make more than that on... Jeopardy. Way more than Brad that. Brad made no, more I mean, than that just, on Jeopardy. Like, if, if you would really made a million dollar salary, I'd be impressed. Yeah, but yeah. like, game shows? You went on Jeopardy once. And how many it, did you go on in order to accumulate one million dollars? No whammies? No whammies? Am I am I just a really bad parent here? I mean, we're talking about a six-year-old that graduated high school, another a, a nine-year-old that graduated yeah. high school. I mean, if my... If those kids had photographic memory, Dave. Is that what it is? Yes, absolutely. They, like, it, it's like you're doing the flashcards with them. Like, if you, if you knew your kid had a gift, like photographic memory gift like they would be already knowing every state and on the map yeah but just to like shake things into like reality like i am delighted when one of my kids doesn't actively crap their pants throughout the course of the day well because they're they're normal kids that's how normal kids are (laughs) that's normal and they're perfect don't compare them to michael michael can't even make a million and he's got a photographic memory actually you sucks nerd (laughs) it's dave and mahoney oh good for you Comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Daddy Dilf Dave, you are taking a two-day trip to Los Angeles. How much underwear are you packing in your suitcase? Message deleted. First off, love how you started that. Uh, Uh Secondly, what? Well, Daddy Dilf Dave. Yeah, it's, it's your triple D. You you love you're going to get sued by Guy Fieri if you keep uh, <laughs> keep trying to use that acronym, my friend. Um, so I always pack an additional pair of underwear. So if it's a two day trip, generally I'll bring three, maybe four pair. That's it. I yeah. just grab a handful. That's it. I bring. You don't count out. No, and it doesn't oh, really geez. matter. Usually I'll just like grab, like literally I'll just palm it, and then just toss it in there because I never know. Um, like which style is going to work, you know? Yeah. Worlds are different. Things may come up. Yeah. Things might, or not even necessarily like that, but like in dresses, in dresses like, or in leggings, certain styles, you can see through them. So Mahoney, uh, I've got a personal question for you. Uh Do you have sexy time underwear? Uh, like, there is one pair that my wife really enjoys. Just one, like, like red. Well, because I have all of the pairs. There's one. Well, that's, there's here's one. the thing: because the vast majority of my underwear are the Duluth Trading Company Arbacillo boxer briefs. Very reminiscent of the Mormon underwear. Go down to your knees. Uh, no, no, they're like mint thigh. Mint thigh. <laughs> Those are great, but they're not. They're very comfortable. Okay. But uh, my sexy time underwear, I have a pair of Lululemon underwear that uh, oh, she, she, she goes like. Lululemon. Kind of, but they're very expensive. Like so. 
a push-up sort of thing? Why? Why? Uh, what makes them so special? The other Shut ones are like boxers. What? These are more like boxer briefs. <laughs> Can you imagine if dudes presented their nuts like women present their breasts? I mean, that would just be See, a thing, wouldn't it? I can't believe just. you only bring one extra pair of boxers or, or underwear because I I, I thought like to, I, I like to pack efficiently. I mean, what, what do you what do you mean? Are you, well, just, are you prepared for like an trip. event that you poop well, your pants? I don't know. I mean, I, it's possible. Maybe you always swimming. I don't know. I I have at In least three pairs per day. Three pairs per day. Three every pairs day. per day. Yeah, every what? day. That's what, I, just that's what I plan for. Combust. So if you go on a week long trip, you bring like forty two. Well, so Dave, he's leaky. Dave, he's leaky. I went to. He is leaky. I, I went. I went. I went back to St. Louis. Uh huh. And as I was there, I was only planning on being there for like three or four days. I ended up being there ten days. Well, did you have Thank enough? God, undies? you had I enough did, underwear. But Thank it, the Lord. But it got me to the very last day, and I was out. You didn't wash your clothes while you were there. Exactly. <laughs> when would I have? I, I just didn't have. What are right? Where you're you're out of town? When are you wash? I feel like that would have been the peak the, time to like buy new underwear. At a lot of a lot of hotels, they actually have laundry service. Yeah, but yeah. that's never done that. Though. Never done it either. No. I just They'd don't want dry. somebody handling my delicates. <laughs> that is something that has never crossed my mind. I'm not like, boy, I hope no one gets their hands on my panties. They're too sexy. Well, can I you? Thought- some some creep would totally be <laughs> sniffing them. There's a panty sniffer in yours, the, in yours, the laundry yeah, department they, of yeah. every hotel. Yeah. If, they, if they sniff no, mine, dude, that's... your alls there. There is a market for men. I, go they can go underwear. ahead. That doesn't bother yeah, me at all. There's nothing special going on there. No. That's so foul. Yeah. That's on you. You made some poor life choices. If this is what you're doing and getting your rocks off <laughs> yeah, on, you could just. But that's why they're hired. It. There's no way that the panty sniffers of America are not just like volunteering. They're not paid. That that's they're not that's even not getting paid. paid. That's not even paid position. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, there's actually no laundry you think, service. You think they're every just taking Holiday them home. Express is just like all right. Any volunteers for underwear washer? Absolutely, it's yes. on Craigslist. I bet you can find it. Oh, good. What a strange question. Thank you for calling. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, Flavor Flav wore a clock. Let me think about it. He carried this big round thing with a nice flat surface of glass covering there and maybe a compartment in the back to have whatever he needed. D. Message deleted. You're talking uh, about how he... Yeah, he had a $2,500 a day crack habit crack. for a while there, so I guess I never thought about his clock actually just being a gigantic well, you don't crack holder. S- I mean, most people didn't snort yeah, but what crack. You, you, you it was coke. It. Yeah, but you, yeah, I mean, you would you would, you you would snort crack. You, you snort coke. Right. You yeah. could smoke crack, too. Or smoke coke, too, but that's borderline. But, I mean, even if you're going to smoke it, it's, it, it's very handy to have a large compartment. I yeah, bet you could even he was put on, a pipe in there. Yeah. He was on the Grammys the other night with Chuck D. Was he really? He was. They okay. uh, the like the history of rap. Hmm. So you know, I mean, Flavor Flav lived a an interesting life. Every kid everywhere continues. was watching the Grammys, going, "Who is why is that? he wearing still a gigantic?" But he looks clock. the same though. That's yeah. the thing. He, he like here's the thing. If you're interesting looking or weird looking kind of like how flavor flavor is flavor flavor is weird looking yeah but he's looked weird for forever yeah. and he looks the same forever and i had mean for a 40 love plus years show. he did have a love show that flavor that, of love he was banging bridget nielsen that is still one of the love. strangest tv couples to ever come out of the surreal life which is where it started yeah and uh my favorite flavor flavor story because there's been a lot of them over the years i mean sure he had the the crack habit that he eventually got rid of supposedly yeah. but yeah. this is the real history here yeah i mean the the fact that he uh regularly annually it seems gets into some sort of trouble with the law for shooting off illegal fireworks around the 4th of july is a delight uh, i the, mean the fact that he got into a fight at the south point at a roulette table 
Also, that doesn't surprise me. Delightful. At all. Uh, not his fault, from my understanding. Yeah, he's that's just kind of there. A, that's his place, man. Yep, he's there all the time. And uh, but my favorite Flava Flav story is when he got pulled over and got into a, a series of, of incidents because he didn't have a seatbelt on. He didn't have like a valid driver's mm-hmm. license. Didn't have registration for his car, which happened to be a forest green Hyundai. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know why I love that so hey, much, but I it's do. A, you can get some real good gas mileage. Hell yeah. Get some real good gas dude mileage is, out dude of Dude is riding dirty hey, in man. a forest green Hyundai. Elantra. <laughs> yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Is there a way for a person to say they're super smart without coming off as pompous or like full of themselves? Message no, deleted. You just know if somebody's smart. If you, can you just have tell. to announce that you're super smart, you're probably not as smart as you think you well, are. Well, I'm going to even just say this. Most extremely intelligent people just come off as pompous. Some or mis- yes. or miserable or- because they're the smartest person in the room. So odds are, if they were around us, they would hate it because they're so intelligent. Right. Like, do you, can you like everyone acts like this high level of intelligence is something to be sought after. And yes, you want to be knowledgeable about things, but street smarts are, are probably the most important thing to actually get by on a day to day basis. It would be exhausting to constantly be surrounded by morons. I know it is. I've never felt Mahoney was a very pompous person. <laughs> no, so, no, yeah. the most humble guy I've ever met. Right. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Dave and Mahoney. So something that I discovered this weekend, shocking discovery, What's that, is Dave? that my seven-year-old daughter has become a full-blown con artist. So I don't know if you guys do this with your significant others or not, but do your significant others send you stuff on Amazon? To purchase because for us, like we, we share an account, we right? share an account, okay. and I'm generally the one that does like ordering of stuff. And uh-huh. so, what my wife does when she comes across something that she wants, is she'll just text me the link. And a lot of times, it's stuff for the kids or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Stuff that we need around the house, and then I'll just buy it, and that's that. Uh huh. Well, my seven year old has figured this out, and so <laughs> I didn't know this. But I'm sitting on the couch downstairs. Uh-huh. My wife is upstairs, right. I believe, attempting to put the kids to bed or about to start that mm-hmm. process. And I get a few links for things that my wife wants me to buy. And they just so happen to be, for my seven-year-old, okay. uh, a, a new unicorn lunchbox, yeah. a new collapsible rainbow water bottle. Yeah. and Things that seem normal. Yeah, it's I mean, not that's like fair. Maybe she stuff. needs some new ones. Yeah, I mean, like that stuff gets a lot of wear and tear. Sure. Or, uh, you know, going throughout the course of the school year. And so I'm just like, order all the stuff. And the wife comes down, stares after the kids have fallen asleep. And I'm like, yeah, I ordered that stuff. And she's like, what stuff? I'm like, what? What do you mean? The, oh. the water bottle that you sent me and the lunchbox that you sent me. And my wife said, I didn't send you those things. Sienna asked to hold my phone because she wanted to show me something. And really, she was just firing away on Amazon stuff that she <laughs> wanted, texting it to me. Making it seem like it was my wife. So texting she knew, it. though, she that knew your wife the would do this process of yes, texting me stuff, wow. and she was just she was just shopping. So okay, so I've got a question. <laughs> can't even be mad at that. I know. You can't like, even be mad. Great. I have a question. Did your <laughs> you wife and did you think like how did your wife handle it and how did you handle it? 
My wife was kind of annoyed because, like, yeah, she, that's really. I would, yes. <laughs> she's yes. like, I mean, like, we'll specifically get stuff, right? Yeah. You know, for that, those for those for things. That we don't even know if like that lunchbox is going to fit inside of her backpack yeah, 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 yeah. or whatever, yeah. and the water bottle is going to fit in this and that. And I thought it was hilarious. I'm sure you did. But <laughs> this little oh con artist is just out here just free rolling it. So did you cancel the orders? No, no. You're, you're you let her keep it? Hell yeah, man. That's it once, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, how, you, that's how you learn how to hustle. That's going to get you far in life, kid. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love in all the wrong places. Does this smell like chloroform to you? What? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. So, yeah, we head to Craigslist and we look through some of the posts that are individuals looking for love. And boy, do we have some special ones today, Mahoney. Dave, there's always people out there looking for that magic moment to reconnect. Yeah, if you ever some- feel like you're lost in the world and that there's no one out there for you, just go on Craigslist. There is people looking, even if it's not specifically for you. You still got a nope. shot. Nobody's going out looking. Be a real man and just... Cribbly slide into the DMs. Oh, this is it. Uh, <laughs> that's how, that's how real men do it these days. Yeah, I mean, that's how I feel like all men do it these days. These guys are, are cowards. These dudes don't have the DM yet. That's <laughs> but what this, this is public, though. Yeah, this, this is, is no, public. Man, this is anonymous cowards. Okay. <laughs> this one's very specific. It's cop at Olive Garden today at noon. This is male for male. Mm-hmm. You are one hot cop. Married. Salt and pepper. Totally jacked. Talking to the guy in the military. I was checking you out while you were having lunch in the bar area. You took a glance at me, but nothing else hit me back i'm married very masculine and super discreet never done this before but alone in a hotel for a few days love to play a little dot 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 that's right who mm. needs all the free bread di- oh, sticks <laughs> when you can get all the <laughs> bread, bread. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of a uh, dude for dude this uh this this one is just entitled looking for a married guy i used to meet male for male whole post is you might want to get tested <laughs> Oh, ah. well. And then oh, there was no. a, uh, a follow-up post to that. Say, for the one that used to hook up with a married guy, can you be a bit more descriptive as there are many married men in town who hook up? Post is kind of vague as to who you are wanting to get tested. I myself get tested quite often, but I'm wondering if I need to get tested more regularly now. Isn't it free to get tested with your health insurance? I think I don't even think you need health insurance. I think there's just a free clinic you can go to. Um, tested. I don't know if you can get tested there. Oh, I mean, I'm probably you probably can. Then what's the what are they referring to when they call it the free clinic? Well, I think you get in my in my experience. Oh boy, you're talking about the Q-tip experience when I had uh, the old chlamydia many many moons ago. Uh, yeah, I don't think I paid anything, but okay, I but I've gotten tested mm-hmm. since, but not there. Got it. And it was expensive, was it? Yeah, it was like I remember it was like two hundred dollars or Did something. You have like that. Oh, really? Yeah, but I don't think I used it. Yeah, you're like, can I just give you a fake name? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Dave Farah. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> Every time I go into a, a uh, like a house when I'm looking at like real estate and stuff like that, I got to sign the guest book. Always sign Dave Farah. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, every time I go to church, I put Jason Mahoney. Please call me from the pastor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one is a uh, girl out the deli. This is a man for a woman. I don't usually rant like this, but you waited on me, and you are so real and kind, and the expressions on your face are to die for. You have purple slash blue and pink in your hair. It's beautiful. Those eyes, just so amazing with the children in line before me. If you're out there, I want to at least know that I've seen you. I've come back on several occasions, not able to find you. Are you still employed? My workplace is hiring. If you need a job, then maybe we could get to know each other. Ha ha. Ha ha. 
man, I hate it when people type out ha ha. Like, was it ha space ha? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a that's crazy. Ha ha That's exactly how I read it. That's exactly how I read it every single time. Like, if somebody put a, puts a bunch of h e h e h e h e, how do you how do you read that? That's no, how you read. See, it. I go, but I read. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you just put ha ha. I read it like that. Ha ha. Every time. The Nelson from the Simpsons laugh. Yeah. Exactly. And, and this one is hottie directing traffic on the airport road. This is a woman for a man, okay. 30 years old. You were directing traffic on the airport road. I was stuck waiting, but man, looking at you made the time go by faster. You are so hot. You were wearing mirrored shades, but I think you were looking at me too. I was driving a black, black SUV. I had my fat friend in the passenger seat, but I bet you didn't even see her. I bet you only saw me. How? Why? What do you mean? Why? You got a fat friend in the Why side seat. Why even bring that up, man? <laughs> this is rude. Jeez. Probably only solved. Sure do wish I could have jumped out and given you my number. By the time I got at the courage, you were waving me through. I'll be back on that road tomorrow. That is you. a horrible friend. Right? Yeah, I hope you weren't distracted by that tub of lard next to me. Anyway, no, I was, thinking of the, I was thinking of the friend who was just like... Like that, 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 I don't know, man. That's just like really rude. Like, get better friends. Like, Why well, go out of the way to point out that you had your fat friend with you? Yeah, <laughs> that's so beside me. It's horrible. <laughs> don't like it. It's gonna work. Call or text us at eight three three yo dumb and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Time goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. We hear a lot of redneck ingenuity in the Redneck Report with people trying to find little side hustles, little ways to make some extra cash. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the gentleman who stole $1,200 worth of liquor, and he tried to hide it in his sweatpants while walking out of the uh, the liquor store last week. So, I mean, you know, it's what in obviously, perhaps. Well... Also, the kind of, you know, just strength that your your pants can hold. Like mm-hmm. sweatpants, not not, not built for that. Cargo pants, on the other hand, you probably could have probably could have got out scot free. Terrible. Uh, this woman has uh, has decided that she's going to take things a different direction. Uh, you guys saw the video of Tom Brady sitting on the beach announcing his retirement. Uh, she has went and uh, and scooped up the sand from where she believes he was sitting, okay. and is now trying to sell it. The bidding for one jar started at uh, six hundred and seventy-seven dollars and has risen to ninety-nine thousand dollars. Isn't it? Aren't you not supposed to take sand from the beach? Like if it's a public beach? Yeah, probably. I, I think not. it's against yeah, the law. Probably. I don't know whose law, but someone's law. Uh, this guy had quite the afternoon. Uh, early Friday morning, the Coast Guard got a mayday call from a 35-year-old by the name of Jericho Labonte. Jericho. Jericho is quite the name. Yeah, that's Jericho Southern. Labonte? Jericho Labonte. Okay. He was Labonte? Uh, piloting a boat at the mouth of the Columbia River. Uh, video shot by the helicopter showed the rescue swimmer approaching the boat when a huge wave struck the vessel and caused it to capsize. So the whole boat flips over. Bye, some, r- some rough waters out there. There he there- goes. I saw the video of this. It was wild. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But to make things even more interesting, uh, he had stolen the boat. Okay. So it was not his boat. It was a big, like a yacht-ish boat. It was technically considered a yacht. Those those boats are probably, at minimum, about 28 feet. Big Probably probably more than that. Uh, But this guy... Before he stole this boat and then had to call the Coast Guard for a Mayday call, they learned that he is the same guy that left a dead fish on the porch of the Goonies house, which had just been sold. His enemies. Why would you mess with the Goonies, man? They're his enemies. It's our time down here. Before the cops could arrest him, 
uh, he uh, he fled. And when I say that before they could arrest him, I mean, they, they had to take him to the hospital after he almost drowned. Uh-huh. They saved his life. And then he broke out of the hospital. This dude is, yeah, he, so he's wanted on charges of theft, endangering another person, unauthorized use of a vehicle, and criminal mischief. And he's out on the loose. Old Jericho Labonte on the lamb. Okay. So whenever you place a rotten fish on another person's porch, it is a mark of extreme reverence and honor. Oh, I don't so know. they're he's honoring, he's honoring the Goonies. The Goonies. The Goonies. Yeah. Big well, fan. Big yeah. fan of the movie. There is a lot of drama surrounding that Goonies house right now. I don't know if you guys have followed Audrey. First and foremost, have you ever seen the Goonies? We know this about me. Get out. <laughs> Oh, dude, okay. How, do, yeah. how, how did she... Okay, get how, the day off. How did, how did we let that one sneak through, Dave? I don't know, man. Um, Should have been question number one. Dude, but, I, you, I wasn't even born yet. Doesn't matter. Like, I've never... You act like, like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory wasn't... Okay, but it's Gene what, Wilder. It yeah, and it's Sean Astin and Josh Brolin Corey and Cindy Feldman. <laughs> Oh yeah, big fan uh, of Corey Feldman. I'm actually, the, the kid, I, I'm one of his angels. Did you Did you watch uh, Everywhere All Whatever it is, Everything Everywhere All at Once? No, I haven't. Was Corey Feldman in that? No, but Data oh. was. Oh really? He was the he was the he was yet. the husband. Well, I would have watched it if Corey was in it. He was awesome. But that house sold. But luckily, it sold to a fan. And there was a, there's a Karen next door that says Goonies go away, and then he immediately bought that house and put up a, f- a flag that said Goonies welcome. So ah. he's, uh, he's did you he's, see there was drama with the the Christmas Story house as well? Like one of the yeah. guys who was the cast member like keeps showing up there, and the dude who owns the house hates the, him. And the, the small little up. bully, the yeah. small bully, yeah, yeah. who was not up. in the yeah. Christmas Story sequel. That's right. He wasn't. They were yeah. like, "That guy's a dick. We don't want him any. Uh, we don't want him to have any part about this." So uh, we have a rule when it comes to uh, to breaking the law: is that you're not supposed to break the law while you're breaking the law. Rule number one: This guy did not get the memo. Twenty-seven-year-old Jordan Michael Rayshon Brown, uh, Bradenton, Florida. Uh, he got pulled over, and he got pulled over while he had twenty-one outstanding warrants. That's How do you a have lot 21? of warrants. Also, that. shame on every single cop who gave him another warrant how do you get to 21 and you're not in jail Unbelievable. Not, i mean that's not the cop's fault that's a that sounds like the da and the local judicial system not how, the, how do you not just get seems like the cops are continuing right? are, are arresting him they, they searched bonded his, out they, they searched his vehicle and not only did he have 21 warrants they also found 1500 pills of xanax wow and two grams of marijuana he uh, just has a depression yeah i guess so he's uh <laughs> 21 offenses include aggravated battery with a deadly weapon, kidnapping with a firearm, domestic battery, burglary, criminal mischief, possession of a controlled substance, reckless driving, amongst others. How many pills of Xanax? 1,500 pills of Xanax. Hang on. So there's 365 days. How do I do this math? Divided by how many? You're doing about five Xanax a day. Four to five Xanax a day. Yeah. There's not even enough. That's not even. That's a lot of Xanax. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also false identification to a law enforcement officer, possession of a controlled substance, possession of a controlled substance with the intent to sell, and possession of marijuana under twenty grams. So all of that stuff. I mean, on that list again, kidnapping with a firearm, and this. And you're is, out on bond. And you're out on bond with twenty one outstanding warrants, and you got fifteen hundred pills on you. Yeah. Can we just drive this guy into a lake and leave him there for real? This is the oh. Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Time to play Tipsy Stop Drinking Through the Quad or Toddler on Dave and Mahoney. Come on, everybody!
It is time to find out if Mahoney and Audrey can decipher whether or not these things that were said were said by a person that is very, very drunk or a little kid based on the actual transcribing of the words themselves. Both you prepared? You're playing together today. Let's do it. Okay. The first one here is my knee. My knee is on fire. My knee is possibly melting right now. Melting. Tipsy. I don't know, man. I could see this as being a kid in a car in the summer. Read that one more time. My knee. Mm-hmm. My knee is on fire. Uh-huh. My knee is possibly melting right now. Melting. I think this is a toddler. You're sticking with Tipsy? Yep, sure am. Mahoney's going with toddler. And Audrey, I'm sorry you're incorrect. Mahoney is right. That is a toddler. Let's have a listen. My knee. My knee is on fire. My knee is possibly melting right now. <laughs> melting. Kids are so dramatic. Oh. So drama. Dude, you'd be so sitting in a car. Just turned up the volume in, the in the summer, and you're, you're, you're like your knees touching like the uh, whatever the vinyl or whatever the of the car, and it's just burning it. Oh, those are bad memories, man. Here we go on to number two. Audrey, you're looking for your first point today. Mahoney, you're on the board with one. This is two people going back and forth. Have you ever had Krispy Kreme? Have you gone to Krispy Kreme? Yeah. Was it crispy? No. Tipsy. Right. right. <laughs> That's tipsy. I don't know. <laughs> That's tipsy. Audrey's going tipsy. Mahoney? I'm trying to think. It's a dad joke. I don't know if it's a dad joke. Let me let me read read these from the two perspectives again. Oh my god! Have you ever had Krispy Kreme? Uh huh. Have you ever gone to Krispy Kreme? Yeah. Was it crispy? No. Right. Right. I'm gonna go toddler again. Wrong. Audrey is correct. That evens things up. One point apiece. Let's have a listen. Have you ever had a Krispy Kreme? Have you ever gone to Krispy yeah. Kreme? Was it crispy? No. Right, right, right. right. So if you're wondering what that thump was at the end, that was her head hitting the table. (laughs) Just giving up all hope. (laughs) Neck just gives out, head just poof. All right, each of you on the board with one. Here we go on to number three. A couple of people here as well. These are my boobies. I love you, boobies. I love you, boobies. I love you, boobies. You are ridiculous, Bryn. You look the definite. Am I going to say tipsy again? Uh, tipsy. I'm going to say tipsy again. I feel like this one's a trick one. I'm going to go toddler again. Mahoney is correct. Yeah. These are my boobies. I love you, boobies. I love you, boobies. I love you, boobies. I love you, boobies. You are ridiculous, Brim. You look the definite. <laughs> Also, any kid named Bryn. There's no, like, that. that is definitely a child name right now. For, well, okay, so here's the thing. Bryn. Whatever you are about to name your child, hello, every wannabe Instagram influencer, it's gonna become an adult. Your stupid child named Michaelin with all kinds of <laughs> dumb whys in not correct places is gonna grow up to be a GM of a McDonald's named Michaelin. Like or like you're like she's no, never gonna be a CEO Michaelin. Assistant GM. Yeah, she's like, come she on. Ain't running, man. She ain't running, she ain't running I, that bitch. I like I, I like this kid, Bryn, man. The, 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 because that is It's short for Bryn Brynlin McNugget. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bryn's inner Brindley. outward monologue is my inner monologue. Yeah. These are my boobies. I love you, boobies. I love you, boobies. I love you, boobies. That is me sitting on the couch with my wife every night. These are my boobies. I love you, boobies. I love you, boobies. I love Stop, you, Dave. Boobies. You can't do that because you're not vasectomized. Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. On to, uh, on to number four, Mahoney. You've got two. Audrey, you've got one. A uh-huh. couple people here as well. I would like to make a little sign that says, I polish shoes. Give me 50 bucks. That's a lot of polishing shoes. That's probably more than some shoes are worth. It's going to be prettier than your wife. It's got to be, be tipsy. That's got to be a tipsy person. A foul tipsy person at that. Who calls someone who's like what? an ugly person? I t- a kid? Oh, we'd make a little sign that says, I polish shoes, get me 50 bucks. That's a lot for polishing shoes. That's probably more than some shoe they're worth. It's going to be prettier like than new. your wife. <laughs> Wait, that didn't even Damn. make sense. That kid is ruthless. Wait, that didn't even make sense. Oh, the shoe's going to be prettier than your wife? Yeah, probably. All right, final one. Mahoney 2, Audrey 1. Last one here. You can't just look at a person like that. Listen, people, I just know what's going on because some people will look at a person and just be like, I own my own business. They're liars. Tipsy. I guess. It's yeah. got to be tipsy. I don't think I've not said tipsy once. I'm just going to do it again. This, t- this time you're right. There we go. <laughs> You can't just look at a person and be like, listen, person, I just know what's going on. Because some people just look at a person and be like, I own my own business. They're liars. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. So something that you may not know about Audrey is that she is the oldest young person that you will ever meet. <laughs> so you had a, a party that you went to this weekend. And just to kind of, you know, when I say the the oldest young person that you'll ever meet, it's a graduation party, which traditionally are for young people, right? Yeah. yeah. My high friends school got graduation? Like, no, 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 no. My, uh, my best friend, Kennedy, she is a hardworking girl. She already has a full-time job. Uh, basically managing full teams and she's going back and just graduated with her second degree so um we were celebrating her it's actually what i partially went to mexico for we had already done this whole grandiose celebration for her and her graduation then back in december and then she had a actual party here i'm not gonna say that sounds a little bit extra that sounds a little extra you know her she's extra extra it's fine it's fine um (laughs) But it's her second degree, so it's kind of a big deal. So you have to have two parties for two degrees. Exactly. That's how that works. Oh, God, she's going back to school, too. So we're going to have a three party. Why? Three for... I don't, I, that's She's already gr- got the gig. She's already she got a great job. She just keeps saying it adds to her salary. Does it? Okay. She, well, I mean, I guess, it does in her company. I guess if that if that's how it works, then good. The good second degree is adding an extra 10K to her to her. But how much salary. is that stupid degree going to cost her? I'm not sure. But I mean, over the life. Yeah. One year versus sure. lifetime supply of money. Um, which kind of cool, but yeah. So you went to a party this weekend, and that just totally wiped you out. Yes, <laughs> I went say to two yes, parties. Like that's normal. Like went to two parties this barely weekend. Thirty. No, actually, three parties. Okay. We had a slumber party on Friday, and Dustin wasn't feeling well, so you were stepmama on duty. <laughs> How many girls came over for the slumber party? Two. Okay, so that's not crazy, not but yeah, but still, lots of attention needs to be given. Yes. Yeah. Did you? Were you in charge of like? Literally the entertaining and like doing the whole thing. Yeah, I play, I taught them how to play cards. 
You taught them how to play what kind of cards? Speed. <laughs> okay. So that they were just like Blackjack all Dave. over the place. <laughs> Poker. I, I, I took all their money. <laughs> no, so. Give me your braces, kid. I want the Invisalign. <laughs> <laughs> Copper wiring. <laughs> um, so anyway, so slumber party on Friday. Okay, that's graduation party on Saturday. Right. Baby shower on Sunday. Oh, I you are am in tired. Mahoney, m- stick up for me. I know that you know this. Whenever you have to do too much in one weekend, I'm exhausted. No, you're you're in that very annoying part of life where everyone has kind of transitioned out of the, okay, we're just going to go out and party every weekend because that's what you do in your 20s. Now we're celebrating things. But these parties aren't the low-maintenance ones. It used to be you would go out to a bar and get loaded, and that was it. There was no preparation. It's not like, yeah, it doesn't take weeks and weeks of planning out colors. You just had no money, so that was the, the, you were trying to hopefully... You know, balance it until the uh, your check cleared on Friday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at midnight or whatever. Yeah. It was. You know, you'd have yeah. that. You'd have that magical moment where you gave him your debit card to close out the tab at the end of the night, and you go, "Ooh, let's see if this goes through." Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But so, now, now you have a whole like look and feel for the party, and you have to but, get the right colored balloons. Yeah, but, and you have to go to Party City, which is the worst store in the, America. The next five <laughs> to seven years of your life, Audrey, are going to be uh, weddings. Baby showers and graduation and, parties, apparently, yeah, and engagements and, and kid stuff but, in there. Like that's what I, that's the thing. I, I, as I <laughs> as I turn forty or as I'm forty one now, like I'm anybody who's getting married in my life at this point you ain't going. It's probably a second or third marriage, <laughs> right. which might be fun, which could be a could destination be a, one. But there's no expectations, right. That I have to be there, right? It's like if you want to go, and we could kind, you could kind of make it a uh, vacation for you and yours out of this. So I'm here for that personally. Yeah. So you're here for the second and third marriages when. What reality has set in? Yeah, it's not this magical day. Dude, that's second marriages be are always yeah, better, way more fun, always for sure. <laughs> and and if you're getting married for the first time, I have a firm. Uh, if I don't think your wedding's working out, I'm not going to your wedding. <laughs> like that is, I've I've had that line in the sand for a you know what, well over a decade well, at this point. Or I'm not traveling for it. At when least. you when you first said that, I was like, man, what a dick thing to say. And then you proved me wrong. You, you, because you were like, I'm not going to that wedding. It's not going to work out. I'm like, how do you know? That? No, it didn't work out. <laughs> I've been I've been right all but once, but there's still time. <laughs> Mahoney's trying to torpedo the marriage, right. so he's right. <laughs> man, I should have known mine wasn't going to work whenever I came out to Pantera Walk. That man walked right out that door. <laughs> he walked out to Pantera Walk, and that wasn't, uh, you didn't go, hmm. Oh, hell yeah. I was like, this is a party. And he was just like, this is a foreshadowing, you idiot. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. A comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. I love hearing the honking banter, but let me help you out here. Think of the other seven freaking cars around you that also have to hear that. Yes, if they've been there for five seconds, you should beep the horn. They cut you off, you should beep the horn. If you're doing it just because you're freaking impatient, for don't forget that there's six other cars also surrounding you who do not want to hear your nonsense. Thank you. Message deleted. I firmly disagree with what you are saying. The Wait, reason so he's, we saying, honk- he's saying you don't honk the horn if somebody's sitting there for 10 seconds at a green oh, light. Oh, you honk. I mean, he, three seconds. Is and we're he honking. saying because we have talked about it on the show many times mm-hmm. that we will honk through people? 
So that happened to me. That's that's why I think he made this call is because uh, last week I was at a stoplight uh-huh. and somebody honked through me because the car that was like four cars in front of me uh-huh. had not gone yet. Gotcha. And I feel like they were a little premature on the honk through. Uh-huh. Because honk it's through, not your time. It's not your time. There, It, it gets... It adds up every yeah. car. Like a, like you know, there's an equation, sort of, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah but if you're seven car. cars back, Two how cars. do you know who's but, honking? But somebody's got to honk. Somebody's got to honk. If no, and because everybody's afraid, it's not your place. But see, it is your thing. place. It, it was not his place yet because it's I, not his I, place. I, I was prepared to honk through it necessarily. But you were giving and it the right amount, proper I was amount, of time. proper amount of time. He took away your he, honk manhood. He did. He just he honked. Yeah, took took it right away from me. He honked. He honked through you, and you were probably like, I I did not do my service. As a man in this in this car, That's right. he took it away from you, and I feel like that uh, was not his place. Again, I say it was not his place. Sometimes you get a honk. I'm honking through again. Just right just, time. It's got to be the right time. Just be practice a little patience in your day. I'm not missing the light because I'm doing it for everybody who's behind me That's who's right. afraid. I'm there, not. There's the nothing more stressful in this world than when somebody takes too long to turn on a left arrow, and mm-hmm. you're far back, and you're afraid that you're not going to make it. And there is nothing worse than the person who stops on the yellow right in front of you. When See, you both could have made it through. I'm prepared to run a stone-cold red light if I need to. 100%. Go. Lights don't bother me as much as four-way intersections do. Why? At a like a, like a four-way stop. Mm-hmm. Um, because people who prematurely go and like into a rolling stop whenever it's your turn can't stand that. But Mahoney's had a saying for many years now uh, that if you, you hesitate... No, if you hesitate, you sit and wait. wait. Yep. Like if you if you pull up to a four way sure, stop, some and you're not people sure. just don't even do that. They just go right after the other person. And I know you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Like they'll just take the opportunity to go because they just assume that that's just you're going to go ahead and wait for that person. So mm-hmm. they just kind of like tailgate yeah. the person before them. It's very rude. I I would rather honk at that than. Uh, Somebody who's taking a half a second too long at a light. Not talking about a half second. No, we're, we're talking, talking about 13. you on your phone for 11 seconds. Well, right you should wait full because I'm trying Instagram to absorb as comment. much pop culture as I possibly can. And this light is the perfect opportunity to do that. I don't know. Just me and my people. There's okay. other people like me out there. You I guys are you guys are premature hunkers. I hate all of you. You're premature hunkers. No, I, I, I honk so at, at exactly the right time. Don't try to honk. Don't try to honk. It's a, it's a very satisfying honk for yep. everyone involved. <laughs> I think Mahoney should go see a masseuse or a chiropractor to help with his freaking wrist, injured wrist to heal, man, and like put full effort into bringing them back to peak performance. Come on, man. Message deleted. I do notice that you don't have your uh, your copper laced gloves on today. Are your wrists doing better? I would have brought them in, but I woke up early and I don't know where I placed them in my house. And I didn't want to go back into my bedroom to wake up my wife when I was looking for them. So I just decided to go without today. Otherwise, I would have worn Why them. Why don't you just get a pop socket for your phone? Still not going to solve the problem because I'm still going to have my wrist cocked at a certain level and my copious amounts of Call of Duty. But you're not left-handed. That's the one that you wear your copper glove I wear it on both now. While you were out of town, I broke into your house and I stole your gloves. No, I, I was wearing. I, I slept in them last night. And oh, I, you did, yeah. And I, I, I had them on this morning, but then when I, like I had to take care of some business, like the early morning constitutional, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't be wearing. You can't, the, be wearing you can't wear the gloves. The gloves yeah. have to come off. Uh, I, you know, I love you, right? Yeah. Uh, sleeping in your copper wrist gloves uh-huh. is the dorkiest thing I've ever heard in my it, it's life. It's healing my... It's they're they're healing. healing. I'm going to have to go I see like an arthritis. I don't think they are. Bro. What if it's your so much... wife just wanted some spontaneous love making and they... you got your copper gloves Fing- on? Fingertips are open. 
Like, oh, these, these, it's not like I'm wearing mittens. Gross. <laughs> Can you imagine just Mahoney in socks and copper gloves? Oh, God. <laughs> Trust me, there is no spontaneous sex happening here. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Wait, hang on. What's the, the least amount of sexy? People who have to, because a lot of people sleep in, in mouth guards or in, in, in you just, retainers. You just solved the riddle. The you're copper taking, gloves. You're taking retainer out. <laughs> <laughs> or, hang on, baby, let me take these, let me slide these gloves off. No, they're comp- they're compression, man. They're they're getting the blood flowing better. It's, yeah. it's they're good for me. Good for you. The, I the most with them. dramatic thing. I think that probably about you. And is there's the a, there's a lot of drama about you, and that but is the most. If you don't cut thing. it off now, like if I let if I were to just ne- uh, neglect my wrists from here on out, I'm 41 years old. I got a lot, you know, at least 20 years left in me. So I feel like we're one year away from him wearing the varicose vein socks. Oh, I already do when I fly. <laughs> what? <laughs> you have you it have flying blood, socks? Blood, blood clots, man. Oh my god! Like that's a real thing. You are not gonna clot on a southwest. Yes, flight. you will. <laughs> Dude, you need to you need to read up. No, I do not Shocked. need to read you up. Do, you really do wear the Viracosa socks? hundred percent compression oh socks whenever so, I fly, no matter on. what. So this this walking dweeb shows up with a neck pillow, noise canceling headphones, sure and Viracosa vein socks and yep. gloves. And gloves. I'm prepared <laughs> when I fly. For what? Dude, I will say though, this last trip I I took, uh-huh. I was I was right on the exit door. That's usually where I like to go. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand. But it was you. so cold. I was wearing. Uh, I had an undershirt. Like a button-down shirt and then a sweater on top of it, and I was still cold. Still cold. Couldn't huh? even fall asleep because I was so cold. You just sitting there shivering. You should send a strongly worded email. I, I and then the then the then the Wi-Fi didn't work either. Now that sucks. They did refund me, but they better still. You know what the most interesting thing about Mahoney is? Is that he is so paranoid about so many things about his health. He's sitting here <laughs> like uh, like nervous about his wrists and his veins, and will eat a just. Two large pizza. pizzas. Yes. Yeah, man, that's in his varicose vein socks. I don't want to be in. A, I don't want to be in. Like, I just want to go quick. I want to have a heart attack. I want to be done. Like, there we go. That solves that problem. There's nothing worse to me than think the idea of just like being not able to move and just being sick for years on years well, on years. T- I just want to be dead. No, I, I understand that, and I can, I can appreciate yeah. where you're coming from. But there. I also want my but wrist also, to not hurt. Your happy place is not moving. Yeah, I hear you. It's not like you're an athlete. No, but like I want to be able to stand up and like go take a shower, and oh. I want to be able to like at least take care of myself with my wrists and not have no, that hurt. I don't. I want. To, I want a shower that can sustain my rascal pulling in. There's so walk. many tools. Like a little, like a little, little car wash. Yeah. <laughs> be like, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to go for the extra bubbles today. That's right. There's so many tools guns. for men now, though, Mahoney, that you don't have to like worry about your wrists. So many tools for men. To I'm I'm old. That rose thing. I, I'm old fashioned, man. Like I don't need. Is that you, what you, you do? Still, you do you. You're still calling it old fashioned, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Mahoney, I love your sarcasm, and uh, I need a favor from you, though. I need you to seriously answer this question, uh-huh. please. Why did the CIA kill JFK? Message deleted. Wasn't the CIA because he knew that we didn't go to the moon? It wasn't the CIA. Wait, no, really? Why, why do people... Is there a theory? That, I mean, I know oh, yeah. that you say the CIA or whoever did, did the it. The CIA, the Russians, the mob, Castro. I mean, there's a but thousand why? different... why? He was so handsome. Why would you kill our most handsome president? Was he the most handsome president? Oh, for sure. You think so? Yeah, who's more handsome? I mean, Obama's pretty handsome. Obama, Obama was a handsome guy. Reagan was handsome. Reagan, was that, yeah, yeah. Reagan, I mean, Reagan was handsome for that time. Yeah. Like, I, Like... JFK had I mean, longevity I handsomeness. I, 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 I would have I banged the hell out of Gerald Ford. 
<laughs> Teddy Roosevelt, you were getting it. That's right. That mustache, yeah, right? Yeah. That monocle. Old, all of the old presidents, yeah, their monocles and their mustaches and their beards, they were so foul. Wood teeth. What are you doing, man? Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. Mike is joining us today for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Hello, Mike. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Dave, I actually saw my alma mater, one of my three alma maters, last week. When you were traveling, you saw one of the community colleges that you did not graduate School. from? St. Charles County Community College. Is that the one that you are in the uh, the Hall of Fame for? Uh, that's my high school. That, the high school. That's the high school, Dave. And uh, no, I'm not in the SCA Hall of Fame. Not just yet. yet. Not yet. Not yet. Just yet. Uh, Mike, tell us about your education level. How uh, how far did you get in school? I went all the way through high school. My man. All right. So what was your GPA? <laughs> what was your GPA? Do you Does remember? Really know. Oh, God, I don't know. Not a clue in the world. Okay. No, so no one remembers. Yeah. So it's high school. Unless sub, you have a 4-0. Sub-3. Sub, sub sub yeah, sub you, you remember if you're over 3. Okay. Sure. You remember right. if you're over 3. 3 is like the bare minimum. So Mahoney is uh, going to leave the studio right now. He is on his way out. He is going to a soundproof studio across the way where he cannot hear. You guys will be asked the same questions today. Whoever gets more correct is going to be the winner. If you guys get the same amount correct, you will win, Mike. And uh, the way this works is you do have one pass today. I would recommend that you use it sooner rather than later if you feel like you need it. Okay? Sounds good. All right. First one is, what was the land on Earth called when it was all connected? It was one giant landmass. What was it called? Oh, gosh. I do not remember that. I will. I'm, I'll pass that one. Okay. Yeah. Good pass. <laughs> Pangea is the correct answer there. Pangea is the correct answer. All right, question number two. Uh, what comes after a million, billion, and trillion? Quadrillion? Quadrillion is correct, yes. On the board. Question number three. <laughs> Don't take the victory lap just yet. Here we go. Uh, if you get scurvy, what vitamin are you deficient in? Ah. Uh, like most of my grades, I'm going with a C. Yeah. Vitamin C. Vitamin C. Um, okay, here we go on number four. What was the last state to be admitted into the Union of the United States? The last state. Ooh. I'm Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Well done. <laughs> uh, question number five. What are the two main veins in the neck returning blood from the brain to the heart? Can you say the question again? Yeah. There's two main veins in the neck that return blood from the brain to the heart. What are those two main veins called? <laughs> Their name or the kind of thing that they are? They're, they're called this specific type of vein. It's the only vein that you probably know. Okay. I think I know what this question's asking. Yeah. It's just worded weird. There's two main veins in your neck. It sounds like you're asking them, like, the Henry Ford vein or something. Like, no. it's just what it's called. It's just what it's called, yeah. What it's called. 
I I don't have any idea. Right. No worries, no worries. Jugular? Like, yeah, yes, actually, jugular is correct, and I will give that to you. You got there. Uh, okay, and final question. You've got four corrects. Here's the last one. What is three-fifths of 40? Five seconds starting right now. No, you can make them fast. No. Yeah, I don't have a clue. I'm going to lose that one. Okay. Three-fifths of 40? Yeah. 40 divided by 5 would be 8. 8 times 3 is 24. That's the correct answer. 24. Yeah. Um, okay, Mahoney, come on in, buddy. He's not going to get that one in five seconds. You better count And on he's going to yeah. scream at him for saying five seconds, he is, too. He is. He's going <laughs> to yep. scream at you yep. so hard. So angry. Did Jordan make some more dumb questions? No, these are all brilliant questions. Okay. Question number one, what was the land on Earth called when it was all connected? One big landmass. I know this. We all learned it. It's just tough to remember it. So long ago. And there's no way to confirm it. I'm going to pass. I think it was, was it Terraforma? No, uh, Pangea. 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 All right, here we go. On to question number two. Pass is burnt. (laughs) What comes after a million, billion, and trillion? Quadrillion. Quadrillion, that's right. If you get scurvy, what vitamin are you deficient in? That would be C. Mm, The C is correct. Because normally you get it at C. That's right. Uh, question number four, what was the last state to be admitted into the Union of the United States? That would be the great state of Hawaii. Yep. Yeah, three correct. Uh-oh. Two more to go. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know, but these last two are, are tricky, Mahoney, uh, okay. so be careful. What are the two main veins in the neck that return blood from the brain to the heart? Uh... What are those? Oh, man. That's what you use to cut it off in a guillotine choke. Hey, shut up. <laughs> uh, those are your... What are those called? What are they? Hmm. You ain't getting this one. Mahoney just gave you a look. I love the smack talk. <laughs> Five seconds. Four. Do you want to get hung up on? I'll hang up on you. You right don't now. even have a button to do it. Bet. I'll jump over that board. Take it too long. Uh, jugular is what you're looking for there. Jugular. All right. Final question, and this one will also be timed. I'll tell you when the timer starts. Uh, what is three fifths of forty? Five seconds starting. One fifth of forty is eight. So eight times three is twenty-four. Very nice. Uh, Got the math. You I got. Beat your ass, you son. got four correct, Mike. Also got four correct. Uh, he wins. Clown shoes. Champ reigns again. Um, to the best high school. What? What was I that? I went to the best high school. Your college is no good. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. So this past week, Mahoney was back in St. Louis, and you had the opportunity to see some friends that yeah. you hadn't seen in quite some time. And there was something that you said really weirded them out, but it didn't really weird you out that much. No, not at all. So, you know, my best friend that I grew up with, he lived two houses up from me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've known him since I was three years old. 
We go way, way back. It's still cool that you still keep in touch with them. Yeah, I mean, years. we still yeah. talk on a pretty, not like super regular basis, but, you know, every couple of months. I feel like that's a lot of dude friends. You just kind of, everyone's living their own life. Yeah, and you just kind of check couple, in from time to he's time. He's got a couple of kids, you know, yeah. always on the birthdays and stuff like that, but a couple other times over the years. And, you know, like I'll go visit there. He'll come visit me. Whatever. But it's been a, been a minute since I've been back. And uh, I've only met his oldest son. Last time I met his oldest son, he was like, one years old baby yeah and yeah. now he's in like first grade okay or so so, so like six six seven old, yeah mm-hmm. somewhere right around in there and I, I you know it's like i get over there and you know his uh my friend introduces me to his kid and he's like hey this is my you know my my childhood friend my best friend you know we grew up together and you know we've known each other for like 40 years and six is a real cute age and he's yeah. a real cute kid i mean he just looks just like him except for you know much much smaller and how it works we're there we're hanging around and the uh you know it's like seven o'clock at night and we're just kind of catching up telling stories doing what you do when you haven't seen somebody in a long time and the kid is just very affectionate he's just like a very very affectionate kid and he's just like so tell me about my dad and you know how do you you know like stuff like that oh i thought you were gonna say that your your friend was like a tom brady mouth kisser Oh no, my friend isn't. But I thought that you meant like he's like very, very affectionate, and then all of a sudden they just like started Tom Brady. But the kid gets in my lap. He's like he like wants a hug, and I'm like, yeah, he's a six year old kid, sweet kid. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like yeah. you're you're affectionate. You know, you're, you're you know you hear that this is your dad's friend, and you obviously you guys grew up together. Yeah, and that's, yeah. all that stuff. So he it's feels, like even though I don't really know you, he feels like, safe he, around you. Yeah, yeah. But your friend doesn't know that you don't hold babies or children. Uh, not really, because okay. I've never you know. I mean, I've hold, held one kid ever, I think, and that was like Dave's boy. And like it was thrown upon him. Right. Like literally, they Dave threw just him. him at me yeah, and I, I had to catch say. him. Exactly. And that's, yeah. that's how you make Mahoney hold a baby. Yeah. You throw the baby. Kind of like dogs in water. You toss yeah. them in and just they figure they it out. Yeah. But <laughs> sink or swim. He was, you know, and I'm like, oh, you know, I don't mind. Like, hey, buddy, you know, it's, he's just nice, sweet kid. And then he just like wants to sit next to me the entire time. But his parents are getting so mad thinking that it was making me uncomfortable. You know, having this kid like crawl all over be him. as yeah. close yeah. and as affectionate as he was to me, but it didn't. It didn't bother me at all. But it was just kind of, I don't know. I, it kind of surprised me in a way. Yeah, because I'm not usually that affectionate towards children. Right. So, Dave, I have a question for you. After yeah. hearing uh, Mahoney just being so welcoming and warming to this other friend's little, children, does, little, this, little does this make you yeah, feel yeah, a little hurt? Yeah. A little hurtful. Uh, next time Mahoney comes over, I'm going to make sure all four of my children start crawl. crawling all over him. Your kids don't want anything to do with that. That's true. No, That's they're, the thing. They're, they're smart kids. Yeah. Um, did you uh, put your arm around that young man and look your friend directly in the eyes and go, finally, your son knows what it's like to sit next to a man? Well, a real man. Kind of a funny story. I'm telling my wife this story. And yeah. the last time we were there, you know, we always drive around my old neighborhood and his dad still lives in that house that he grew up in. Yeah. So it's like and he's out walking all the time and sure. stuff like that. I actually saw him this last time around. I drove around my neighborhood. Oh, really? Sure enough, he's out there walking his dog and, you know, talk to him for a while. But the time before that, he, um, you know, we had taken a picture with my friend's child and his granddad actually confused him for my child. Oh, really? <laughs> because he looks, I mean, like, again, he was like one years old, blonde hair, blue eyes, sure. little kid. That yeah. grandfather so, didn't notice his own grandson? <laughs> no. Nursing nice, home. Nice, nursing home immediately. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you an old? Do you have 
have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney, Telephone. then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, when I was in college, I worked as a valet, and this one time we were doing a uh, wedding out on Bainbridge Island, and we kept having a problem with cars falling off the shoulder of the dirt road, and we had to have them keep getting towed out. This tow truck accidentally ripped, like, the bumper fender of the front bumper off a brand-new Cadillac off, and we're like, oh, no, what do we do? And he just straight threw it in the forest, and the person was none the wiser. It's, it's incredible what people don't check when they entrust their vehicles to others. Message deleted. Uh, Mahoney, you, you've long had the stance of you don't like other people driving your car, I so when not. you go somewhere, you very inconveniently self-park all it's of the not time. inconvenient. That's how I get my exercise, Dave. Okay, Walking sure. from the parking lot into mm-hmm. whatever the place is. I'm yeah. not, I just don't like other people. They mess with the, either. They mess with your mirrors. They mess with your seat. They mess with, you know, the settings that I have dialed in. Perfectly, I don't think that is that that's a finely that tuned precision machine common of a thing. You just adjust it back. No, but it never comes back perfect. No, it's, you're right. I mean, when they adjust, if they accidentally adjust the lumbar, the it, lumbar it messes support. everything up. It takes years to uh, get years. that fix yeah. dialed in right. Maybe again. never get it back to the same. Probably, probably not. I'm readjusting my rear view mirror or my mirrors daily. It's the rear view is not oh. the big issue. Again, Dave's it's right. It's the lumbar. Yeah, it's the lumbar, and it's the exact angle. Of how far your your, yeah. your, your chair well, is leaning back. Well, even sometimes I want to like chill, and sometimes I want to like sit up straight. Like sometimes my back doesn't feel the same way each time I sit in my car. Wait, you you don't have like a setting? No, that's ridiculous. That's not no, ridiculous. you're ridiculous. You have like you go from gangsta lean to driving Miss Daisy. Like what are you talking about? You yeah, just, just depends. depending on your mood. How my you'll back adjust feels. Your... I like being at a basically a ninety five degree angle. Your life is chaos. That's where I. That's how I sit. No, I think I just uh, go with the flow. But however my body feels, I'm just like, okay, I want to like it. I need a little bit more support, so I'll set up more straight. If I have eaten and I'm bloated, then I will chill and I will lean the seat back a little bit. If you have eaten, you're adjusting your seat. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. And this is if you're driving, not if you're a passenger. Yeah. Do you I'm, also do I'm it more, as a passenger? I'm more apt to keep it. Do in the just, same position in the passenger seat that I am in the driver's seat. If you have an extraordinarily large meal, do you just get in the back seat or, or ask your boyfriend to pop the trunk? No. What do you mean? You don't ever feel bloated because I know you're always in jeans. So I feel like that would be peak peak bloated because that's whenever you like, not, you're, you're, the elasticity of your pants don't really like go with the bloat. Not bloated enough to be like, I need to adjust my seat. In the years, You're not eating enough. <laughs> oh, you sure? <laughs> In the year 2001, I was at a Fazoli's Hell yeah. with my friend. That's when Fazoli's was peak. We, we love them sobs. We were drunk <laughs> as hell the night before. We wake up probably 20 miles from our house, go to the first place we could find, which is a Fazoli's. Sick. Eat inside because yeah. we, we were, were just tired trying to sober up. Mm-hmm. The guy with the breadstick basket walks by. Oh, yeah. And he said, How many would you like? And I jokingly I said, All of them. All of them. Yeah. And he left an entire basket full of Fazoli's breadsticks. I ate every single one of them breadsticks. That is unhealthy. And then it expanded in my stomach to the point where I could not drive us home. I was, we were driving my car. I was the one driving. My friend. You I, ate yourself so silly that you couldn't drive? 100%. So I had to sit. <laughs> 
in the fetal position, lean my uh, passenger side seat all the way back See? flat. It's the gangster lean for and, when you're and, bloated. And I'm telling you. There that is the least gangster thing I've ever home. heard. <laughs> you, you ate so many breadsticks that you... <laughs> That's not gangster. <laughs> That's the. I mean, Fat Joe had a whole song about it. Uh, when you eat too yes. many breadsticks, you got to lean back. Was that, lean was back. That, was that the, what the song was about? Yeah. I didn't know. That's. Now I, I mean, do. his name was Fat Joe for a reason, and he's telling you what to do. What was the shallowest reason you had for not going out on a second date? Message deleted. I mean, I feel like the most shallow response would be that I did not like the way you look. Yeah. You catfished me. I don't know if I've ever... Well, yeah, I have. And I also don't feel like that's on the person. If you are catfishing somebody and you go to the date and you're like, that's that you're not you yeah. like what different. I expected, yes, you liar. then that doesn't mean that I'm shallow. That means that you're a liar. You're yeah. posting pictures from 20 years ago. You're a liar. Yes, you're a liar. Um, I don't know. Like, didn't have a whole lot of those. Didn't have a ton of like the first date and then no second date, but I distinctly remember one and the chick was just annoying. Man. Like, it wasn't even the at, at the end of the first date. It was like... Beginning five minutes in, I'm just like, was it the girl who here. wore the club dress yes, to dinner? Yes, your hoo ha is hanging out, and we're going to Arby's. <laughs> What's happening? Well, that's on you for taking our no, Arby's. No, I'm kidding. It was, it was, it was actually a pretty nice restaurant. I just wasn't expecting like all of your bits to be out at that time of the day. I've worn, well, wait, hold on, because I've worn a I've worn something that's been kind of risque on a first date. It's not kind of risque. I mean, this was ridiculous. And I don't mind risque. I think that that's quite delightful most of the time. Right. But if she was, was an, you add ask. the annoying into that, then that. She was an annoying yeah. person. Anything. Well, I am annoying. So. I agree. No, so, no, you're not. But the dress or the shirt that I wore was like totally backless. And it was just one of those like front tops. Yeah. So it was like covered in the front, but totally, again, backless. And it was like chained, chain, like chain, chain. Yeah. Is so that gold one. So so yeah so so but it was the, it was a black version but yes okay. that same exact top but in black and um I have bigger breasts <laughs> I'm going to preface with this and I moved in a weird way did one of them flop out no the chain broke oh no and I was just tipsy enough to not care so I was in the bathroom one of the girls had to help me like. Tie like, it together. Like, figure yeah. out how to, yeah. like, tie this shirt back together. And whenever I came back out, the top was, like, instead of being, like, a like Dorito yeah. style, because yeah. <laughs> that's the shape of the shirt. Sure. More like it a, was, like... <laughs> like a sailboat? Yes. Like an upside-down sailboat? <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Oh, hell yeah. So, I did get a second date, but... <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> I was just... I just cared perfectly the less... Like, I was yeah, just the right amount tequila of drinks, enough. Just, boom. So, but I mean, was is that like? Do men really think like that? Like, no, it was. Just, it was. It, it, wasn't, was the, it wasn't the it was, fit. It, it was, was the annoying. It was the annoying thing. Yeah. Like, if if she was awesome, that would have been fantastic. Even better. You yes. would have. This would have been the best date ever. But hell no. yeah, it's annoying. But I love how you're always like. She was in a club dress at an Arby's. <laughs> so that's what you remember. That's like the first thing. That's nah, like a black mini sauce. sparkle dress or something. Uh, yeah, kind of. But I mean, it wasn't like the the fact that it was like a smaller dress. It was like your junk is hanging out, lady. And you're annoying. Maybe she just had too long labias. Please leave a message after the tone. It wasn't an Arby's. Stop. Hi. Yeah. Uh, Audrey, the bowling ball from Indiana Jones, you wanted it to be rough and have edges like it was a natural boulder. It wasn't. It was a trap crafted by an advanced ancient civilization specifically to roll smoothly through a corridor to crush anyone who was interloping in the area. No. I... I, 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 I 
I'm disappointed. Message so you're deleted. Me that yeah. these like ancient, yes. ancient people yes. were sitting there with some sandpaper, smoothing out this yes, boulder to make I, it a perfect smooth bowling ball. Yes, that, that was uh, supposed to be the end boss. Now, granted, it didn't work like it was supposed to, but they they had all sorts of things. They had the little statue on there. They're like, go ahead and take it, but the bag better be exactly the right amount of sand, otherwise. And it wasn't boulder. It wasn't. And they thought they had everything planned out perfectly. Except, perfectly. Except for the boulder just didn't go <laughs> quite fast perfect. enough. They weren't expecting Harrison Ford to uh, have Nikes. Too, exactly. A if you were too running athletic. barefoot, you wouldn't have been able to outrun that's that right. boulder. If he had on they, Nikes? They, they had shoes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if he had on Nikes, that's the other thing that's the most more. Uh, that's, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That was just sent fury through my veins because it was supposed to be 1930s. And if he was rocking Jordans. <laughs> Running away from a bowling ball. I hate it. Yeah, he pumped up his Reeboks before he started running away from the <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Man, I tell you what, I did not have on the bingo card that everyone was going to be outraged about a balloon. In 2023, but what do you mean outrage? That's scary. Is it scary? It's bit, it, was, it seems like the dumbest way to gather information. We have ever. satellites. First off, yes, there's satellites, and they said that basically anything that you'd be able to get from this balloon, you'd be able to get from a satellite anyhow, yeah. because the satellite imagery has just come so far. Right, yeah. but like, but also, why? like, why did they do it? I don't know. That's the that's, they're bored. That's, and they're seems, just messing with you. It seems so stupid. It's like, okay, let's take. A fairly ineffective thing and make it as obvious as possible because it's going to be a gigantic balloon and then float it over Montana. It just feels like maybe they're, it's like, hey, here's this weird thing that's happening. Let's distract you from the fact that we're taking all of your information from TikTok. That's the other thing is like, you think that the, the balloon that's flying over Montana is more of a threat than them literally harvesting all of the information from yeah. everyone's phone because funny dance videos. But like, what is it? a spy balloon, supposedly, but I don't know. Uh, my friend Jeff, who lives in Myrtle Beach, said that he saw them actually shoot it down, and he said it was incredibly loud. I saw the I saw some videos on YouTube. They had of some it, pretty clean video, and it yeah. was pretty wild. Yeah, but yeah, again, those not, F, those F twenty twos are insane. Yeah, but I mean, we just let it go across. Well, they the didn't want to shoot country. it down and let it fall on somebody. <laughs> they, they said that they, they said the debris was seven miles and in length. This isn't wild. anything new. This has been going on other like every administration, you know. And it, and if you act like we're not doing this as well, of course we are. Of course we are, man. Good. But I mean, why a balloon? I mean, balloons are horrible for the the environment. You think that's what they're worried about? Yeah. Yeah. A power line, they, the Chinese big on litter. <laughs> they are. I mean, well, that is true. Huge on litter. Not only that, you're just telling me that we shot it down seven miles worth of debris into the ocean. Oh, Great. Then, then More they, turtles dead. Then they went to gather it all up, though. They went and oh, all seven them, miles. All yeah, seven they, miles. They, they, you know what? I bet there are so many. What kind of what sea life lives over We're, there? In the, I think the real question is what the Atlantic. <laughs> the Atlantic. All of it. Uh, mm. I think the real question that we, we need to be answering here is where... They get all that helium for that balloon because we know Party City is stingy as hell. It, we, it wasn't Party, or maybe it was Party City, and that's why they're being so stingy with no, the helium. It's just a giant because, hot air balloon. Because they had one Chinese guy come in and ask for just a single balloon filled yep. up oh, and a hot turned air out balloon. to be a seven mile no. balloon. It and was that's a why Chinese you carny. And that's why you can't get, uh, you know, a number seven for your child's birthday party right. uh, four days out filled at Party City. That's You're why. You're telling me that my kid has to suffer through a balloonless uh-huh. birthday party because, because the, Chinese. The, the Chinese spa balloons that's are ruining right. everyone's I fun. thought this was America! Yeah! yeah. 
Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, Blitz, Glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, Daddy hosted Saturday Night Live this past weekend, Ooh. or at least uh, Pedro Pascal. He's known as Daddy now. Well, he, he's been calling him. himself Daddy. He's calling himself he Daddy. Doesn't have so. He doesn't have kids, though. He doesn't have kids, though. He said it's a state of mind, though, yeah. Mahoney. Yeah. Um, he was great. I watched it. Uh, yeah. I don't normally watch Saturday Night Live in real time, but yeah. I'm a big fan of Pedro. He fantastic in Mandalorian, obviously. Uh, Last of Us has really kind of completed the. I mean, he's great in Narcos. Like everything that he's done, I've he really liked. Game of Thrones as well. Game of Thrones. He's done, you know done huge projects. Over I mean, the those years. are four of the biggest television shows of the last. 10 years yeah right there i mean you look at that i mean even though like game of thrones he was a tertiary character but right. still played a uh you memorable. know a, a sizable memorable role uh the fact that he's hosting you know i mean mandalorian a little weird because we don't really know that it's him most of the time because he's wearing a mask that's what he actually said in his monologue he said that he ran into somebody on the street in new york and the guy came running up and he's like hey i'm a huge fan me and my six-year-old son love the Mandalorian, he's like, do you mind FaceTiming with him? And so he said he's FaceTiming with the six-year-old, but the six-year-old has no idea who he is because he's always wearing a mask in Mandalorian. Yeah. And then he also said that his voice, voice is, is kind of bedroomy, yeah. you know? And so he's like, do you want me to bring you in cold or hot? <laughs> it's just very weird when the whole premise is you never see the guy yeah. in the show. Uh, but he did a great job. I thought there were some skits in there that were really, really well done and uh, a couple of them where, where he kind of lost it a little bit, too. And the whole cast. I love it when they break character. It's the best part of SNL. It's great. Um, but Pedro, I thought, was fantastic. So if you get a chance to uh, to see it, I thought he did a really nice job. And speaking of Saturday Night Live, they announced that uh, on February 25th, Woody Harrelson is coming back to host Ooh. for the fifth time. And Jack White is the musical guest for oh, that. Oh, I, like so. I like that combination. Yep. And, and becoming a five-time host is a kind of special club. Yep to uh join and Woody Harrelson I think has only gotten better the older he's gotten so I'm right. I mean really yeah he is phenomenal it's great. Yeah. so let me ask you guys this because I know it fell off for a little bit do people care about SNL again or do we just care about the clips I think so I mean I, I when I watch Saturday Night Live I, it is genuinely like there's some really genuinely funny stuff and there's been times where you're like yeah the cast isn't great and this and that like that's always the it's always the up and comers yeah. like you know even when you think of like for our generation, Dave, like the uh, Will Ferrells and the Phil Hartmans and Chris all, Farley, David Spade, Adam, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Sure. Like that was like the they were peak. like this. Yeah, you know, they're like these guys suck. You know, or this this season sucks, and then you go into the, the next the, season, which is even more. You know, you've got the Jimmy Fallon's, you've got the Keenan. Uh, you know, you've got Keenan on there, and you've the got Keenan still on there is is wild. He's the last. He's kind of the guy who kind of crosses. Who's combining the generations? But they've said that about every season of SNL that this cast sucks. Mm -hmm. But then those people end up being the next. Iconic. Kate McKinnon. You've yeah. got so many big stars who are the next big forces in comedy. So yeah. SNL, I think, running for fifty years. Can you name any other show that's even come close to that? I can't. There's no. not, there's nothing really. No. Not in America. 
Yeah, and it still, I mean, it still has that vibe of, I mean, it's, you know, it's legacy broadcasting, right? But it still has that vibe of, like, an important piece of programming when, you know, you have Pedro Pascal, who is arguably at the peak of his career so far, yeah. and then Coldplay is the musical guest. Like, that feels huge. I'm not a, again, I don't watch it every week, but I'm like, with you, Audrey, you see these clips, and every time I do find one that I'm watching, I, I go, this is funny and these people are very talented consistently funny yeah well for me whenever i think about it it's kind of the way that i view radio right a lot of these people a lot of these you know musical artists they just get so excited because their music starts streaming but they get really excited whenever they're finally on the radio right yeah. like you see them break down and crying it's like my fi- my song finally made it on air yeah. i feel like whenever we see these like you just said the coldplay mix with pedro pascal that is the most exciting moment, I feel like, of a person. It's not Pedro Pascal's not some exciting moment, but whenever you're an up-and-coming artist. No, but it was, like, yes. he was, he was. He was nervous. Like, when he's doing his monologue, and it's I live. get, like, that's Different. live. It's yeah. all, like, in that moment. Like, you're trying to be funny. You're not normally a comedian. Right. There's a lot of things. But you can tell he's, like, nervous in that moment, which makes it charming in, in a different like way. It feels like you've made it into celebrity them, yes. right? Like, you're it's in like the you, you've arrived. Yes. Yeah. Whenever you are on SNL, if you are on Fallon, if you are on any type of late-night-esque Kimmel, whatever, yeah. You have arrived. Yep. You know? Uh, so, speaking of arriving, uh, there's a couple of shows that have already gotten a second season. Uh, that 90 show on Netflix, they've already ordered season number two for I really that. liked it. You know, it, so felt, you watched it felt true yeah. to the 70s show. I mean, I know there was that 80s show, if we remember vaguely, that had lasted one season that was complete and utter trash. But that 90s show, bringing back Red and Kitty and all the most of the original cast members, minus uh, Danny Masterson, who we will never see uh, on there. But everybody else, I felt like it, it, it relates to, like, if you're a kid and you're watching it, like a teenager, it could you can relate to it. Or if you're, you know, in your forties now and you watched it when you were a teenager back yeah. then, it translates well. So I'm not surprised that uh, Netflix is picking up for a second season. I watched, I binged the whole thing in two days. Have you guys seen that very awkward red carpet appearance with Ashton Kutcher? Speaking of that '90s show and Reese Witherspoon for their who knows what romantic comedy, and I feel like, and I don't know if I'm just starting rumors or whatever, but. They seemed like they had never seen each other a day in their life. The photos are awkward. It seems like for those two people who have done the red carpet promo events, for them both to behave the way they did, it really makes me feel like they did not get along on set. Even weirder, like Ashton came out and said that he's been wanting to work with Reese for years. We've heard that Reese can kind of be a diva sometimes, mm-hmm. but uh, just surprising. It's, it's for the new rom-com called Your Place or Mine. I'm going to show Mahoney these photos. Like Here, they just, just look like, awkwardly standing there next to each other. Yeah, they just don't like seem they like they're excited. It doesn't seem like if that's the chemistry you're giving. You know what I mean? If that's the chemistry you're giving for promoing your new romantic comedy, like we've seen people like Ryan Gosling and uh, Rachel McAdams jump into each other's arms oh, yeah. and, like, and making out to yeah. promo The Notebook. Yeah. Yep. You know, like yeah. that's the chemistry. That's and that just, wasn't a funny make jumping to my arms and making out type of movie. No, but I mean, it just yeah. it really we were I think we were talking about this last week. There has not been any good romantic movies yeah. since. I mean that was I mean because you think about Titanic and that that grabbed everyone's attention mm-hmm. in that in that way and then the Notebook also was like the the last one that was really broke through and everyone like mo- appreciated. We've we've fallen off in movies though. That's the thing. I'm sure there's plenty of like good love stories, but nothing that's like that big anymore. The yeah. only big movies we have, Hubie Halloween. Well, that's yes, that and all the 
comic book movies. Yeah. Everything else just feels like, yeah, it's niche. Man, am I the only one that's like totally over all of the comic book movies? No, did you just, I mean, uh, Seth Rogen was saying that he was watching them and he was like, these are for children. And I'm like, Seth Rogen's one of us, dude. Like, they are, they're made for kids. I'm I'm here for, I'll tell you what I'm excited for. I'm really not, outside of Blade coming from Marvel and maybe the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because that's James Gunn, I'm more excited about what James Gunn is going to be doing with DC, making that more for adults and really crafting that world because I feel like James Gunn has taken guys like, you know, John Cena and the Peacemaker and I'd never and I'm a comic book fan. I never really knew of the Peacemaker until no. Suicide Squad and made it into something huge. And I think that's kind of what we saw with Marvel and Iron Man. Iron Man was yeah. never the biggest, and then we saw an entire yeah. whole genre get built Spider-Man's around that. Spider-Man's been done pretty well, but like Batman and Superman have been Down such disappointments. Done to but, death. But the fact that, that James Gunn is going to be taking Batman on... Recent Batman. Right. Pin yes. in that. Yes. Recent Absolutely. Batman. But, he, but the fact that James Gunn is going to be reimagining he's gonna be Superman and Batman and all and that stuff. And he made Guardians of the Galaxy, which again, yeah. I was... Sort of familiar with Guardians of the Galaxy, but not overly. And those are some of my favorite. Those are my favorite uh, Marvel movies. And my wife's too, who's not a fan of comic book movies at all, because they do bring the humor, and they're just really well done by a guy who's obviously passionate about it. Uh, the other show that just got greenlit for another season is 1923 on Paramount Plus, and that is also excellent. So if you're a fan of Yellowstone and then 1883, I'm this surprised is the one about with this. Harrison Ford, and yeah, because you'd think 1883 that was just done. I well, thought these yeah. were going to be just like one and one done, and done yeah. seasons about the Duttons moving forward. But, but I, I can also see how you could extend this. I mean, just based off of because it just came back this weekend. Yeah. after taking whatever that little mid-season break mm-hmm. was. Um, but I, I can see how you could spin it off into like one of the other and characters. And Harrison Ford and, and Helen Mirren are both, Great. I mean, two of yeah. the legacy Hollywood A-list stars. So and we were just talking about Harrison Ford off air. He's in that new show, Shrinking. With Jason Segel. On Apple TV+. Plus, so good. And it's fantastic. Harrison Ford in a comedy is maybe some of his best work in years. You said it was 19... What? 1923. 1923. Yep. And it said in Montana, right? So this yeah. one is set, yeah, it's, I mean, it's all centered around the, the Yellowstone Ranch. It's probably yeah. just going to see, like, how they handle a Chinese spy balloon, 1923. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What's the absolute worst movie you've ever seen? Message deleted. Nothing But Trouble, which is starring Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase, Demi Moore, and uh, Digital Underground starring Tupac Shakur. Is it, is it strange that I have no recollection of the worst movie that I've ever seen? Like, I just totally, totally forgettable. Just the, don't even think about it. I didn't walk out of that movie. I saw that one in theaters when I was a child with my parents. Mm-hmm. But the, mo- the last movie that I walked out of was the Exorcist sequel that came out in 2004. Mm. Because all it was was really crappy jump scares. And there was nothing I like psychological about it. It was just loud noises. Jump scare movies. Yeah. Hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them. My wife does too, which is one of the reasons why we get along so well. Like even watching The Last of Us. I was just going to say, that is a jump scare movie. Kind of. Kind of. Like the, well, the show. The show, yeah. I mean, it, there's, there's tense moments. There, there's tense moments, but the whole it thing doesn't rely is like, on I'm that. screaming yeah. through the whole thing. You are? I mean, there's parts where it there's sets the, you up specifically yeah, for you to yes. think something's happening. And my wife hates those moments in yes. that show. Hates it. Well, it I mean, you're tension. watching a zombie fungus show. What did yeah. you expect? It's absolutely yeah. jump scare. I mean, it's not like paranormal. I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie. I walked out of um, really... Pets. Pets? Whatever that movie the was. The Secret Life of Pets? Yeah. 
That was a gem. What are you talking about? Walked out. Couldn't, I couldn't really uh, believe it that was, Kevin Hart was uh, truly a dog. Kevin Hart's a bunny. Or a bunny. Exactly. And that was the I'm, second one. Whatever. Yeah, it was Louis C.K., wasn't he the first one? Yeah, it kind of messed me up on the second one when they switched Louis C.K. out because, you yeah. know, all that stuff about him. I'll say I, I watched his new, um, I watched his his special? new special. He's uncanceled now. Uh, his he? new special yeah, was, I guess. Was, well, he just Not put right. it out himself. Yeah. You know, I mean, sold out Madison Square Garden. And I'll tell you this, as a fan of comedy, that, was one, that was one of the best stand-up oh, specials I've seen in a long time. He was in the new uh, movie, You People, with uh, Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy, too. There so. is, there's levels of stuff that you can do that will get you canceled, obviously. And what Louis C.K. did was obviously creepy and inappropriate, but he did ask. And everyone that he did that in front of, supposedly from what we know, knew said yes. Yeah. And then but after the fact, was like, ew. I thought he was joking. That's, that's different. Yeah. That's different than some of the well, other well, stuff. Well, you got tricked. Did, did you technically get tricked to them? Because you didn't I, think he was actually going to do it. Yeah, I mean, I, if he asked me that, I'd be like, I yeah. Say, yeah. Yeah, I want to see it. Oh, my and God, then he's doing it. I would be it. shocked if that he's actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. What? It was wrong. But I think we're seeing, you know, maybe people are taking like, they're, you know, not everybody's uh, Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby right. yeah. at this point. And and Louis since has learned to put his CK away. Yeah, <laughs> Mahoney, I would tre- I would tread lightly. People are not like unawakening themselves. Some unawakening. are. Some are. <laughs> no, there's. I think it's going both directions, man. Like people are getting <laughs> way worse. Agree. In some situations, I and think that some people, people are just are tired. Like, because are just exhausted. It's just who like, we surround ourselves right? with. Right. Like I just can't it's be not angry the rest all of the world. The time. Oh, guess what? You're I not t- on Twitter anymore. I, turn, I, I got off Twitter. Is I was that what just it is? All right, so I got a question. So, say you were in a coma, say y'all were just somehow forgot your age and your birthday and everything. What age do y'all think y'all were? Like, what age would you think you were? How old do you feel? Message 18. deleted. I mean, mentally, I'm 18. Yeah. I'd say like 24. You would wake up and think. You would look in the mirror and go, "Yep, twenty-four. Oh, look in the mirror. Well, this is the whole thing. No, yeah. no, I'm old as hell. No, like, how, like, how old do you feel? Like, though? you can't. Yeah. There's no mirrors around. You just wake. You you just open your eyes. But you it, don't like, feel that way because you just were in a coma. You remember everything that you you remember. Like, you're still you. You're still you. But like, how do you feel? Like, that's what that's what I would say. I probably feel like 18, 19 years old. I, I, I don't think my humor has aged much past that. You know, I mean, yes, I'm more tired now that I'm, you know, 100 pounds heavier than I was when I was 18 and years hate old. hate your neighbors. Mm. Hate the thought of partying. So, like, yeah. just like penis jokes. Yeah. That's really yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but very confusing. Parts. Like, penis jokes, but also varicose vein socks for traveling. Yeah. So I'm saying 18. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? Please leave a message after the tone. David Mahoney, from your perspective as dudes, what bad advice about dating do women often give each other? Like... One you always hear in shows is to play hard to get and make the chase after you. We all know if Aaron left Mahoney that he wouldn't be chasing anyone. Message deleted. At this point, no. I, I wouldn't. It's, it's not exclusive to women. For for me, it's always the people that are stunned that the total a-hole acts like a total a-hole. Or you're playing games. Like, that's just yes. where I'm at. Like, don't play games. And if you want something that's new and exciting. I was talking to a friend over the weekend, and she was talking about how... Her neighbor just left her husband because she was bored. They'd been together since they were like 22, that and now they're 50. Oh, wow. And they're bored. The kid went away to college, and she sure. was just telling her she was just bored. Yeah. 
I get it. And I'm like, that's my dream. Good I just want to be able to be bored with someone like because traditionally in my experience over the years somebody it's if it's new exciting you're always on this kind of edge of whatever it feels almost toxic well no but exciting doesn't mean toxic well no but i'm saying but there's people like that or it's chaotic and there's things that are like you can't keep the gas your foot on the brake or foot on the gas. There's just people like all that. Times. Like they just it, manufacture drama. Yeah, no, but I think routine is very boring sometimes. Oh, that's oh, all I, I want. Love routine. Give me all the routine. Ooh, give me some driving eggs. Yep. Look out. No, but whenever mm. you do the whole circle of come home, immediately eat dinner, yep, sit yes. down on the couch, oh, yeah. and then do that whole thing. Oh hell yes. Oh, you keep talking. Keep talking, Audrey. <laughs> Tell me more about this 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 boring day. Then we go to bed at eight o'clock. Oh god! Oh, <laughs> oh my! Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Call or text us at eight three three yo and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. So this is some next level horniness. I mean, Mahoney, we've talked about back in the day when we were young men and we would drive across the country, do anything. Yeah, I mean, literally, literally. Anything. Anybody, somebody's willing to sleep with us. Mm-hmm. And Otter, don't act like you're too good. You drive no, all drove, over the place too. I drove horn dog one time, twelve hours. <laughs> twelve hours. That's right. That's Worth it or not? That probably seems not. egregious. <laughs> that man got a, a tattoo in my honor. Did he really? Still has it? Huh? Freaked me out. Oh, that's too Freaked much. me well, out. Yeah, that was the last 12, thing. You drove twelve hours to get so, get 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 hooked up. Well, I thought that we were gonna. I thought we were gonna date, and then I met him like like legit because we went to like same high school, whatever, uh-huh. and he ended up going into like the Marines so he was like stationed and I went to college and then I drove down blah 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 but you realize like how sometimes after like talking like through text or through whatever yeah. some people are so disingenuous yeah. like it's just like you are so good at being who you are online that you forget how to actually be a real life person Yeah, you know well, so, I mean, we've all had that time in our life where, you know, you do almost anything and go, uh-huh. to, go to great lengths. But there was some uh, some folks, Japanese zookeepers, as a matter of fact, that were very confused because there was a, a little monkey called a gibbon. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah, I know what gibbons little, are. little gibbon monkey. Uh, and they were really perplexed as to how this monkey ended up pregnant because she was in her own exhibit uh-huh. by herself. And they're like, is this like a baby Jesus monkey? Like, what do we, what's going on here? Why do we have immaculate a, conception? Why do we have yeah. a female monkey? Monkey that is pregnant monkey. when there is no <laughs> when there is no male monkey anywhere near her. She is in this enclosure totally by herself. There was, there was another Jesus, monkey breaking out, right? This is Jesus come. He's back. He, he's he, and he impregnated a monkey. No, 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 no. That baby is going to oh, be baby, baby Jesus. Baby Jesus monkey. Yes. Uh, well, it turns out, and again, high level of horniness, very impressive. I took. Two years to figure all this out because the mom was super protective of baby Jesus monkey. Uh, and so it took a while to get DNA testing done uh-huh. because she was getting freaking close, out. Freaking out. Yes. It turns out that there is a 34 year old agile gibbon male monkey that is on display as well at the zoo, but never in the same Well, they can area. sniff. They sniff those hormones. No, so it's, th- yes, he was a very horny monkey. And turns out that there was a perforated board with a nine millimeter hole in it between the two and he's between it and he smushed himself through there and she also smushed her backed it up backed it up okay (laughs) so he was just like hey (laughs) hey Hey. little hole and then she finally was like all right (laughs) perfectly oh my gosh there are what are those called 
the the glory holes. It's all the glory. That's it they is a Jesus monkey. Oh. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Way out in the land of the setting sun, where the wind blows wild and free. There's a lovely spot, just the only one that means home, sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada. Home means the hills. Home means a sage in the pine. Trucky silvery rills Out where the sun always shines Here is the land that I love the best Fairer than all I can see She's deep in the heart of the golden west Home means Nevada to me One more time now Home means Nevada 